This is the Music History Today podcast for October 12th. On today's show, Faith Hill debuts, Sid Vicious gets arrested, and John Denver passes away. First up, though, on this date in 1942, Louis Armstrong married dancer Lucille Wilson. In 1944, a near riot broke out when teenage girls refused to leave a Frank Sinatra concert at the Paramount Theater in Times Square in New York City, which is now the spot of the Hard Rock Cafe. Police had to be called in. In 1955, Chrysler showed off the first car sound system, which was a record player that was mounted under the dashboard, which must have been pretty tough when you hit a pothole. In 1956, the rock and roll film Don't Knock the Rock premiered in movie theaters. In 1957, Little Richard said that he was through playing rock and roll and that he was turning his life over to God. He went back to playing rock and roll five years later. Speaking of Little Richard, in 1962, he met the Beatles for the first time while they both performed at a concert in England. In 1966, Jimi Hendrix formed the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Also on that same day, the Moody Blues broke up and then they ended up reforming a month later. In 1969, the Paul is Dead conspiracy theory started in earnest in America when a man called into WKNR radio in Detroit, Michigan and told DJ Russ Gibb that if he played the song Revolution 9 backwards, the song says, Turn Me On, Dead Man. After that, the rumors kept flying and, of course, the QAnon conspiracy theory of its time ran wild. In 1972, the Billie Holiday biopic Lady Sings the Blues, starring Diana Ross and Billy Dee Williams, opened in movie theaters. In 1975, Rod Stewart played his final concert with the group The Faces. In 1978, Sid Vicious of the Sex Pistols was arrested and charged with the murder of his girlfriend, Nancy Spungen, in New York City. In 1980, seven people were stabbed at a Blood, Sweat, and Tears concert in Los Angeles, California. In 1994, the Robert Plant Jimmy Page reunion concert Unleaded premiered on MTV. In 1995, Tupac was released from prison after Death Row record label head Suge Knight paid his $1.4 million bond. In 1996, the Farm Aid 9 benefit concert took place. In 2001, guitarist Wes Borland quit the band Limp Bizkit and Natalie Cole married Bishop Kenneth H. Dupree. In 2007, Selena Gomez's TV show The Wizards of Waverly Place premiered on the Disney Channel. In 2013, Pharrell Williams married model Helen Lassicon. Also on that same day, Matt Soren of Guns N' Roses married singer Adrienne Harper. And in 2018, the movie First Man, co-starring singer Leon Bridges as Gil Scott Heron, premiered in movie theaters. Albums that were released on October 12th include in 1968 when Aretha Franklin released Aretha in Paris. In 1973, Genesis released Selling England by the Pound. In 1974, The Who released Odds and Sods. In 1978, Shaka Khan released Shaka. In 
1979, Rick James released Fire It Up and Rod Stewart released Greatest Hits Volume 1. In 1981, U2 released October. In 1984, Lloyd Cole and the Commotions released Rattlesnakes and Hall and Oates released Big Bam Boom. In 1987, In Excess released their biggest selling album, Kick. In 1989, Warren Zevon released Transverse City. In 1992, uh, Talking Heads released Once in a Lifetime, The Best of the Talking Heads. In 1993, Faith Hill released her debut album. Also on that same exact day, George Clinton released Hey Man, Smell My Finger. The Lemonheads released Come On, Feel the Lemonheads. The Common Thread Songs of the Eagles compilation album came out that day. And Elvis Costello did a twofer, releasing Two and a Half Years and also Live at the El Mocambo. In 1997, Midnight Oil released 20,000 Watts RSL. In 1998, Fatboy Slim released You've Come a Long Way, Baby. In 1999, Matthew Sweet released In Reverse. Chicago released Chicago 26 Live in Concert. And Eric Clapton released Clapton Chronicles, the best of Eric Clapton. In 2004, Chris Isaac released A Chris Isaac Christmas, No Doubt released Everything in Time, and Alison Moyer released Voice. In 2009, Journey released Don't Stop Believing, the best of Journey. And in 2010, the Indigo Girls released Holly Happy Days, and Wilson Phillips released Christmas in Harmony. Singles that were released in the UK only on October 12th include in 1979 when Supertramp released Goodbye Stranger and Cool and the Gang released Ladies Night. In 1987, George Harrison released Got My Mind Set on You. Meanwhile, back in America, singles that were released on October 12th include in 1964 when the Ronettes released Walking in the Rain, in 1966 the Supremes released You Keep Me Hanging On, in 1968 the Moody Blues released Ride My Seesaw, in 1979 the Human League released Empire State Human, in 1982 Don Henley released Dirty Laundry, in 1987 George Michael released Faith. In 1998, R.E.M. released Day Sleeper. In 2009, Michael Jackson, at least his estate, released his first posthumous song, This Is It. In 2012, Ollie Muir's released Troublemaker. In 2017, Bozzy released Mine and Max and Harvey released Stuck on the Ceiling. And in 2018, Little Mix released Woman Like Me. In theater, in 1935, the Cole Porter musical Jubilee premiered on Broadway. In 1950, the Broadway show Call Me Madam opened. In 1971, the musical Jesus Christ Superstar opened on Broadway. And in 1980, the Broadway show Your Arms Too Short to Box with God closed. And in award ceremonies that were held on October 12th, in 1981, Barbara Mandrell and George Jones were among the big winners at the Country Music Association Awards. And in 1987, Hank Williams Jr. was among the big winners at the Country Music Association Awards. Before we go any further, we'd like to tell you about our other podcast, the Music Halls of Fame podcast, where we honor a year in music along with an inductee of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for that particular year. 
We also look at the case for putting an artist into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, plus we spotlight a Hall of Fame, Museum, or Walk of Fame, along with an inductee to that particular spotlight. The Music Halls of Fame podcast drops every Thursday, now as a part of this channel, the Music History Today Network, and also our Music History Today Network YouTube page. Now, back to the Music History Today podcast. Artists who were born on October 12th include opera great Luciano Pavarotti, Sam Moore of Sam and Dave, Joe Oliver of Bill Haley and the Comets, Marty McGuire of the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, Rick Parfit of Status Quo, Melvin Franklin of The Temptations, Jordan Pundick of Newfound Glory, video director Joseph Kahn, blues guitarist Gabrielle, Pat Denizio of The Smithereens, artist Jane Seabury, Tesla's lead singer Jeff Keith, David Vanian and Bryn Merrick, both of the group The Damned, not on the same date, mind you. Jazz musician Chris Boddy, singer and actor Hugh Jackman, Jim Dewar of Robin Trower's band, Steve Martin Carroll of The Left Bank, singer Calum Scott, James Graham of Stereo Kicks, singer Jeffrey Eli, rapper Dominic Thomas, and Young Ho of Atiz. Artists who unfortunately passed away on October 12th include composer Giovanni Vitali, who passed away in 1692 at the age of 60. Composer James Leon passed away in 1794 at the age of 59. Composer Johann Sterkel passed away in 1817 at the age of 66. The violinist known as the Australian Paganini, William Vincent Wallace, passed away in 1865 at the age of 53. Composer Monroe Althaus passed away in 1924 at the age of 71. Composer Arthur Laurie passed away in 1966 at the age of 74. Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Gene Vincent passed away from bleeding ulcers in 1971 at the age of 36. Composer Joseph Wagner passed away in 1974 at the age of 74. Blues singer Pink Anderson passed away in 1974, also at the age of 74. Conductor Hendrik Diels passed away in 1974 at the age of 73. Composer Jose Contreras passed away in 1976 at the age of 82. Opera singer Chris Rumer passed away in 1982 at the age of 73. Guitarist Ricky Wilson of the B-52s passed away from AIDS-related complications in 1985 at the age of 32. Pianist Blind John Davis passed away in 1985 at the age of 71. Pianist and actor Carmen Cavallero passed away from prostate cancer in 1989 at the age of 76. Guitarist Franco Luambo passed away from AIDS-related complications in 1989 at the age of 51. Cellist Eleanor Aller passed away in 1995 at the age of 78. Composer Vernon Elliott passed away in 1996 at the age of 84. Country music pop singer John Denver passed away in an experimental plane accident in 1997 at the age of 53. The leader of the Ray Conniff Singers, Mr. Ray Conniff, passed away from a fall in his bathroom in 2002 at the age of 85. Dickie Peterson of Blue Cheer passed away in 2009 at the age of 63. 
Taz DiGregorio of the Charlie Daniels Band passed away in a car accident in 2011 at the age of 67. Organist Armin Kirscher passed away from heart issues in 2015 at the age of 48. Violinist Takahisa Kosugi passed away in 2018 at the age of 80. Singer Alfonso Williams passed away in 2019 at the age of 57. And musician and composer Patty Maloney passed away in 2021 at the age of 83. Next on the Music History Today podcast, it is October 13th, when in 1975, John Denver won an award, which upset at least one person. We'll explain what happened on the next podcast. The Music History Today podcast is part of the Music History Today network, which can be found under Music History Today on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast from. And you can also find it on YouTube under Music History Today. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>